Servus und herzlich willkommen to yet another episode of the Bavarian Podcast Works post-game show. This is your schnitzel once again and I'm thrilled to be back doing a post-game pod and I'm even happier that this is after a wonderful game that Bayern Munich has just played and I just finished watching it. I've sat down to record this pod as soon as it was over and I'm beyond thrilled because that was one of the best performances I've seen from Bayern in recent memory and this was free-flowing, fluid attacking football at its finest. Wow. Maybe take a moment to appreciate the alliteration there. When you're done doing that, we can take a look at everything that went right for Bayern this game. Pretty much nothing went wrong aside from maybe a little klutzy goalkeeping from Manuel Neuer earlier in the game and some blooper Meccanos. But uh, aside from that, it was a very, very, very flawless game. I think Bayern Munich was doing excellent from the very beginning, controlling possession. The football was very fluid. That Zane goal to start the game was absolutely brilliant. And that man is playing like a possessed player. He's unbelievable at the moment. And I think that part of it might be because he is tired of playing second fiddle to Muziala and he cannot believe that he's been constantly benched every single game and he took this as a golden opportunity to show the coach that he is also capable of starting and that he is starting caliber for the team which is great news because competition seems to have lit up a fire under the butts of a lot of players including Leroy Zani of course but also Upamecano Benjamin Pavard and we saw this game uh, Delete was also excellent so a lot of players are using this as extra motivation to play better and Kingsley Coman also had himself a game so let's take this I guess one by one from the very start we can look at the formation it was the very same Nagelsmann's been opting for the 4-4-2 morphing into the 4-2-2-2 which is like the primary formation that Nagelsmann uses the 4 triple 2 as I'd like to call it which is paying it's which is paying a lot of dividends this season and uh, Nagelsmann's press was super intense from the very beginning the forwards and the midfielders were pressing the Bochum midfield and defense like a pack of wild dogs and they did not give any breathing room and Bochum started the same way as they did the previous season it was expected that you know it would probably be the same formation because they did beat us 4-2 last time so they brought forward the same lineup and the coach probably thought that things might go pretty well for them if they followed the same strategy but they were not expecting to face this buy inside which is improved and so potent in the attacking areas and the interchange uh, ability of the forward players and the fluidity of football at this play was of the highest caliber. So the forward line had Mane and Müller at the attacking roles, the striker positions and Zane and Komon tried to play the half space playmaking winger spots but they played more of a wider role since that is conceivable they aren't Müller and Muziala they are slightly different players and they tried to stretch the play whenever possible and that's what they did and it gave us a different kind of attacking threat and that threat also looked really really good so to begin the game 
come on and zane combined beautifully zane took a monstrosity of a shot and that ended in the top right corner it was super brilliant and uh, they were up 1-0 and from then they didn't look back it was dominant football from that time on and i would like to stress on this uh, it's 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 something that uh, we've always needed threats of set pieces so kimish is not the best at taking set pieces of course he can spray some beautiful balls and assist brilliantly during the course of the game which he did do this game and he's very good at long ranges as well but he isn't very well known for taking indirect set pieces like corners or free kicks at very very tight angles things like that so we've always needed someone who is a great threat for heading balls into the goal especially off corners and after losing Lewandowski it was always going to be difficult to replace that sort of offensive output when it came to aerial ability and i think we have just struck gold with Matthias Delete because this player is massive when it comes to such situations he's so clutch when it comes to heading in those balls brilliantly to grab goals i mean he gave me the feeling of maybe watching prime match hummels or maybe prime sergio ramos uh barring everything else about ramos just the heading abilities and uh it it was it was wonderful to watch i was a very very good header he really had to push himself up in the air that jump was incredible and then that glancing header that sent the ball into the back of the net i think even reman didn't expect delit to head that into the net which is you know testament to just how incredible that goal was and from then on it was very very easy a bit too easy in fact kingsley come on scoring a really 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 good goal off a kimish assist kimish had himself a game he was so brilliant covered a lot of ground was spraying those long balls everywhere and he had possibly his best game this season and if he continues in this vein and he was also frustrated that he misplaced a pass or two in between and i think it's completely fine if he does that considering he took so many so many so many amazing crosses and pushed the ball out wide whenever possible helped with the interchange control the tempo and also sprayed long balls which were so precise inch perfect long balls and Yeah, I know I'm taking a lot of superlatives today and I'm praising the team too much, but that's because they warrant this praise. They were immaculate. And after that third goal came Sadio Mane's first goal, and Sadio Mane was actually having a bit of an unfortunate, you know, situation till that goal. One of his goals was ruined offside. and i believe the other one was ruled off for a potential handball i still didn't see the handball so perfectly in the video replay that they showed but it probably was since the referee referees took around a minute and a half to consult the var situation but then just i guess less than a minute or two after that goal being called off mane scores off a very tight angle a very 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 good finish I think he really didn't bother about the handball being ruled out because it's Mane and he does goal scoring really well and if he misses a chance he makes sure not to miss the, not to miss the next one and obviously he would go on to score a penalty later in the game to take a tally to a brace this game and I think four goals this season if you count the super cup goals so yeah just overall superb fluid play from all the Bayern forwards and uh I guess the game was pretty much sealed by then but in the second half 
it was more or less a formality and Bayern did control the tempo but they did go easy on Bochum for a while I think they were on energy saver mode for a large part of the second half and it makes sense why press like crazy till the very end of the game I mean it obviously could have been a little less ruthless 7-0 is crazy and I actually feared that they might they, they might take it to double figures and as much as I love seeing Bayern score more goals it would feel kind of bad to see the Bochum fans and the players get demotivated and just feel so dejected because I mean imagine going 10 goals down without scoring a single goal yourself that must feel awful probably need to consult Arsenal or Barcelona on this but that being said uh, simply simply sensational football from the Bayern front line and the midfield also takes a lot of that credit from this game especially considering Marcel Zabitzo silently having himself a brilliant game he was so good at distributing the ball and one thing that I have noticed about Zabitzo and one thing he's been doing brilliantly this season is winning the ball after Bayern loses it to the opposition he chases the players he wrestles the ball out of their grasp and he circulates it to the rest of the Bayern midfield and attack which is something that is so valuable but I feel like it isn't Zabitzo's best position he probably wants to be more involved in attack but right now I guess it's best if he plays here because he's just doing brilliantly here. Nothing, nothing, not even a foot wrong this game. And uh, his partner in crime, Kim Mesh, was obviously immaculate, as I've already mentioned. Just so precise with his passing. And the defense obviously takes a lot of the credit for the clean sheet. Superb. Two clean sheets in a row. When was the last time we had this? I can't even remember. It's so good to see Bayern not concede goals. And also score such high volumes. So, Luca Hernandez was unbelievable at the left-back position. He is our best defender and he, he keeps proving it week in, week out. He also took a sort of an inverted DM role this game. He went in as a defensive midfielder sometimes. He helped with the ball circulation. He made some amazing tackles. One of them was a goal-saving tackle, a potential goal-saving tackle on Asano, who was running freely. And a bunch of other tackles that was very well-timed and superbly orchestrated. Upamakano had a shaky start and, I mean, he did have a solid game overall, but there was a general feeling that the Blue Pamakano situation from last season was going to haunt us back again. All those boneheaded errors and those farts in defense, but he did do quite a bit to sort of quell those doubts towards the second half and towards the end of the game when he did make quite a few well-timed tackles and uh, I feel like we shouldn't worry too much about it at this point obviously if he makes any glaring errors that lead to goals or maybe goal scoring situations then we may have to worry about it but for now I think we're in the on, on, on the green side of it all and Matthias Delit was also very very solid very happy that in his debut game for Bayern as a starter in the Bundesliga he has done so well didn't put a foot wrong and was overall very good with his distribution as well obviously for a very very good chance that came in the first half which could have been a goal both Matthias Delit and Upamecano were caught ball watching 
the league was completely out of position and Upamakano just couldn't do anything about it but thankfully it was uh, scuffled to safety by Neuer and nothing resulted out of, of it but hopefully we don't have to have such heart-stopping situations in the future aside from that one situation the defense was spotless Pavar had a very very solid game it was pretty silent to usual Pavar standards this season he didn't score a goal he didn't assist what blasphemy but in the defensive side of things he was super solid his tackling is also very very good so overall a really good display by the defense and the substitutes Serge Gnabry excellent just came in chipped in with an assist a hockey assist rather and a brilliant goal I mean his shots are just so powerful Gnabry does this thing where he does have an off game every now and then but when you want someone to score goals with ruthless efficiency just not do any nifty dribbling not extend the ball not carry it forward not toy around with it just compose yourself and just kick the ball with all the might you have just take the goal just take it away and that's what Gnabry does best he finds those angles those tight spots and just shoots the ball and they most probably will end up behind the net because his shots have such ruthless power and efficiency that it's pretty hard to stop them and the goalkeeper had no chance it rebounded off the post and went right in so really good goal and it was a pretty nice goal to kind of seal the game the icing on the cake some people were expecting Mazraoui or Gravenberg to score a goal because they came in as substitutes and it would be nice to see them join the fun but i didn't want that to happen because i mean i did feel sorry for Bochum and it would be sort of sad to have them score even more goals against a club whose fan base has a very very good friendly tradition with the Bayern fan base we're pretty much we've been pretty tight friends since i guess the early 2010s if i'm right i don't remember exactly when but yeah i feel like this scoreline is just about enough and it sums up the game pretty well Bayern was super dominant didn't give Bochum a half chance and generally just were too good on the pitch for their opponents and this felt like a statement game from both Nagelsmann and the rest of the team Bayern are not here to mess with you know the footballing philosophy or just mess with titles or anything this season they are in for everything and it seems like i mean it is premature to say this and teddy son would probably be rolling his eyeballs but bayern is probably already winning the bundesliga i mean i think it would be wrapped up by the end of the hinrunde not mathematically at least but like they should have a convincing lead like above any of their potential competitors for the Bundesliga title that's what i believe and they should have a very very hopefully good run in the dfb pokal they should win it but if they don't they should at least reach the semis or the finals that's what i believe and the champions league well i'm not going to talk about it but i'm just going to say that i feel very good about bayern's chances I'm not going to have any expectations because we know how it is with the Champions League it's very 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 tricky and there's always a huge amount of luck involved with that being said Bayern are in a very good place right now and Nagelsmann is just showing how his 
tactics and the way he engineers and gets the team ready before every single game is working out so brilliantly for Bayern and he's showing his tactical acumen his awareness and how he can make changes on the pitch that translate to instant results he saw that Davies was out due to an injury I hope it's not a very long term injury and Muziala as well quite a few changes introduced and he made up for it with minute changes in tactics that made huge differences. So Upamecano and Delict were tasked with playing the ball forward but also took deeper roles than usual. Luca Hernandez drifted in as a defensive midfielder which I also think was Nagelsmann's intention to help support the midfield and also go out wide whenever required. And Zane took the majority of the load in the left wing and he excelled at it. And the forward line was disruptive enough to pin the Bochum midfield and defence in their own half for most of the game. I think Nagelsmann foresaw all this and that is why the team structure was slightly different than the previous game and both Zani and Coman really justified that starting spot. And Zabitzer and Kimmich, they pushed further ahead than usual, but Kimmich also dropped back quite a bit. And I think that was probably also an input given by Nagelsmann. Kimmich surveyed the entire front line every time and sent in long vertical balls instead of just moving forward, dribbling too much and then releasing a short-term pass. And this helped Bayern's direct style of play a lot. It just required a long ball or two to unleash a very, very fast attacker to run behind the defence. And since Bayern has arguably the quickest forward line in Europe, this gave Bochum fits the entire game. And last but by no means least, uh, we need to talk about Manuel Neuer having that banana towards the middle of the second half, I believe, or towards the beginning, I think. And it seemed to have given him some special superpowers because he was just saving so many chances. He was distributing like his usual self and he made those Neuer-esque clearances outside the box. It really feels like that banana has some magic in it and we should make this a game day ritual. Neuer should have a banana before every single game and not just any banana. We need bananas from that very exact grove, that banana grove that they got that specific banana from and it needs to be delivered to Neuer by the exact same player. Now I don't recollect who it was but make that same player deliver it to him. It needs to be done for the good juju and we need positive results. We don't need first half Neuer, we need second half Neuer so hopefully we have this under wraps as well. Interestingly our XG after the first half was just a paltry 1.7 and we had scored 4 goals by then. That also speaks to how ruthlessly efficient the front line was. And one thing I've noticed about Nagelsmann's football is that the team presses like maniacs, yes, but they also play aesthetically pleasing football. The passing sequences are so beautiful. It's pretty much like a mix of Guardiola's passing sequences in the final third. Not Tiki Zaka, but it's like more an, a more efficient version of it probably. And flicks intense press, but not throughout the course of the game. So it's smart pressing in pockets of space and in half spaces, but that's about it. They usually tend to calm down in the second half. Obviously, the pressing still persists, especially in the attacking third, but it is not as sustained as it was under Flick. And that is good because at some point you need to save your energy as players for the next game. 
And with the English weeks soon approaching, we might have a bit of a problem with that. So it's always good to go to energy saving mode after a bit. So yeah, a ruthlessly good performance, Nagelsmann's tactics, perfection, and every single player doing their part on the pitch really well. So nothing to complain about. Just looking forward to the next game against Mönchengladbach. We need to serve them revenge for all the sadness for all the pain they've inflicted upon us in the recent years and i hope we obliterate them no mercy for gladbach we need to show them what we're made of and i think the bayern players will be up for the occasion i just hope nagelsmann has his tactics right this time as well so that wraps up the post game pod hope you enjoyed it hope you can like share rate subscribe to our podcast and any and every single podcasting platform that you use and make sure you let us know your opinions suggestions and anything else you have in the comments of our article on Bavarian Football Works and make sure you keep engaging with us make sure you keep your feedback coming because we love it and we're sure that we will be right back with another pod to entertain you all shortly the flagship is coming so stay up for that and until next time vielen Dank und auf Wiedersehen